This is Bleed TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight we're hitting that uh, seventh episode of Mayans MC. I'm not even going to try the, the, the title. All I know is it means a gosh damn cockroach. Cucaracha is the first word. Yep, cucaracha. F and the then, other word. <laughs> yeah, we got nothing. We have a Latin man on the show and he has no fucking clue. None. <laughs> Headed in my car at the door. Oh, <laughs> God. <sighs> All right, so... I'm not afraid to say it. I'll go up front. Like right here, this was my favorite episode of Mayans, bar none of all the episodes so far. It's not even close. Yeah. Best episode of Mayans they've definitely had all. I seven. mean, this was this is where writing came into play. This is where uh, actors we have not got to say stepped up, stepped up. Um, the classic Kurt Sutter twist. I mean, like I didn't see half of this episode happening, and when it did, man, I was pumping my fist. This this was quintessential. Sutter. This was great. I mean, it was everything that we've been waiting for. We, I mean, we got full development on some of these characters, beautiful acting scenes, a lot of one-on-ones, easily the best episode that we've seen all year. I mean, it's not, I don't even think it's remotely close. This is it, by far the best episode. Everything that we've been waiting for, like that slow burn that we've had, we got here. Haven't learned any new characters, but the ones that we did Well, know, actually, I mean, like this one, actually, uh, I mean, I've got a few now. I mean, so, I mean, I picked up a couple of... Okay, we we know one guy's name because he was a highlight. You talking about Riz? Yeah, it was Riz. We, but that's the only reason we know him. When he was talking about Riz, I had no clue <laughs> who the guy he was talking yeah. about. <laughs> only thing I knew was it wasn't the three sitting at the yeah. table. I was like, "Is it the fat bald guy?" No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like the guy that found that like, went through the tunnel and everything. What they didn't even see him this episode. Well, but, I think we might have seen him. Yeah, he was in for there. a second or two. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he was in there. Yeah, the, well, the camera panned over. All right, so you know the the heavy set guy. Um, you're, you're talking about the one that went through the tunnel. Like yeah. That? All right, so I'm gonna give him props. Okay, this is a fellow podcaster. Oh. Okay. Oh, no shit. Nice. All right, this guy is Vincent Rocco. Okay, he goes by Rocco. Oh. Okay. I get this. This guy is former special forces, military background, the whole nine yards. He lives in Utah. Does his own podcast called the Rocco Podcast, and so on. Uh, he follows us. We follow him. Uh, I'm putting a pimp out there. Maybe he'll join us one time, stuff like that. But like, there you go. I was pretty. I was pretty excited. Get a little homework to see some things. On Man, that. I've seen him posting a lot of stuff, and I yeah. didn't know that that's who he was. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Rocco. Yeah. So we, I put it out there to him. I've DM'd a little bit. Maybe he'll join us for a show. I'll no longer refer to him as the overweight bald guy. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, oh, he's Rocco, even though yeah. it's not his name on the show. <laughs> I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night with some shadow over me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'll fit the crew very well. <laughs> you were saying <laughs> something about size. <laughs> My follically challenged. <laughs> All right, so I'll give him a few strays. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, he's one of the coolest guys now. We know, yeah. So, um, so anyway, I thought that was pretty neat. Um, but like. An hour and a half of show, yeah. man. There, there was so many like, Is that like five second scenes now? that you could talk about for ten minutes. But that's the thing. I don't know where to talk about the episode because they pack so much into one. You realize it's like it was a ton of stuff happened this episode yes. too. That's the other thing. It's like there was a lot of movement. Okay, so if we're gonna break it into segments, there's I the say we go by characters. Coco segment. Okay, we can go. That. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, Coco and uh, Letty. That's know. like the sidebar of this episode, but it's right. it's a lot of. Yeah, episode. I think it's one of the highlights of the episode. Oh, it's is great! The, I just the Superman punch. 
to your mother uh, has got to be on top of the list of, you know. I mean, the only thing was missing was him doing like a pose first. Uh, or him just like jumping pool. over the cage like Khabib or something. Like a little bit of run up for it. I haven't Crow looked hop. at Twitter at all since this episode happened. But I can, um, I can only imagine. Oh, there was a uh, lot. There, there's several screenshots or little gifts of them taking gifts, just, yeah. just knocking her ass into the tub over and over again. <laughs> I heard a spitting blood out. There was people making fun, like where the scene of choking her in the water, and they're like had little comments like, you know, you should have fed me more, or I needed, <laughs> you know, this is the best way you'll be clean. I mean, just like terrible comments, you know. <laughs> but people were having fun with this. Yeah. Uh, but to me, the crow hop punch, you know, is what I. <laughs> and give it to old gal. For flying through the air Air. and smashing into the back of that tub. Oh, my God. Like, she took it like a champ. (laughs) (laughs) Knocked her off her feet. Yes. You know, I'm just like, all right. Well, and, like, the thing was, like, it didn't look that fake or anything. Like, it somehow seemed realistic. I thought it was done really well. No, somebody had a perfect harness behind her just just to yank her ass right (laughs) off her feet into the back of that thing. I don't know, man. It was epic. It was was good. It was good. The the whole flew away. The whole nine yards. I mean, like, how we got there. All right. Now, Letty hitting her face on the toilet seat. Now, that was hard to watch. It, it was hard to watch, but it was also very unbelievable. You wouldn't just have a splat of blood just by hitting your forehead on the... On, on the Absolutely not. On, and she wasn't porcelain. hitting the porcelain. She was hitting the toilet seat. Right, yeah. which is plastic. Okay. And so, like, you would have had to hit your head several, several times to create what happened in an initial hit. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. this, this is the weird part of the thing. I'm not saying I didn't like it or anything like that. I'm not. I'm not trying to butcher this at all. I just, this was odd. It was. Yeah. You know the facial damage, and then she obviously slices her own arm too. And she had bruises up and down her arm. It looked like um, too, and I didn't understand how she yeah. got those. I mean, yeah. I, mean I don't like, think she had to go one this hit far. to the forehead and one hit to the cheek, and there was blood all over that seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. more worried about the CTE that's going to come from this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to me, I mean, like. That was one of the few negatives of the episode to me was the insta blood. You know, what I mean, well, it's just not necessary. It isn't like you could have just made it where she was hitting her face and it started turning bruised. It didn't have to be a blood scene. Yeah, you know, if it, if she shows up bloody later, okay, maybe you did something, but don't make it look like that. Okay, so do we understand the mom character? Like, why is she such a monster? I have no idea. They're just like, trash. I mean, that's just about. I think they're just trash. You know, she was a prostitute. He was probably a product of a prostitute. She, you know, even There's, Letty was a, you know, was an accident with a, a assuming know, a prostitute. Out whore, as they put it. I mean, it, it, it's quintessential trash. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean the part where you know she steals the money and is like, you, you work know, that tush and yeah, go earn work that tight squat out on the street and make some earn money. Earn your keep and everything. I was just like, yeah, you this just, is gonna go horrible for you. Yeah, um, it was like you just got like four hundred dollars that you stole from her, and that's how we're going about this. Like, yikes! Yeah, yeah. hide the screwdrivers. Um, <laughs> so, I, yeah, I was actually somewhat surprised that she went the. You know, the dark route, there. the revenge route through Coco instead of well, herself. especially knowing like you essentially s- signed her death warrant, like well, to know like that's what you're pretty much doing. That's some cold stuff. It was very cold. But right, here, I mean, but this lady didn't give you any reason to love her. Still, no. but I mean, to know that you're pretty much getting her murdered. All right, let me add, let me ask this question. All right, I felt like Letty and Coco bonded way too quick and easy, like. 
there was a scene where he's introducing and she, she hugs, hugs and puts his head on the shed. No. I was like, oh, bullshit. That does not happen. No, this looked totally fake. It looked yes. very fake. And then the whole him giving her a wad of cash in this moment and kissing her on the head is a little touch much. It's too soon for all that. To, to tell you the truth, I don't have a problem with the Coco side of it. Like him, try, like yeah. Captain yeah. Try Hard. He's you know, pouring it on. He's pouring it on because he wants that in return. I totally think she's faking. I, th- I think I think she's sociopath. Yeah. I think she's faking every bit of this. I can see that. Even the hug when she's doing it, I think look fake because I think it is fake. Yeah, it just mm. when I saw that, I was like, <laughs> my wife was like, uh, soon, much, you know? Yeah, I was like, yeah, babe. <laughs> uh, so I mean, in those situations, that's that's it. I mean, like, I mean. But dude, when he's choking her underwater, and like they they are showing her underwater, yeah. Uh, I mean, oof. well done. It was, it was brutal. I mean, like and the water splashing, and he's having to wipe off with a towel. And, I mean, I mean, that was like a solid like fifteen thirty second uh, choke yeah. scene. Like, I mean, we we didn't just like one two we're done. No, we we held it there. So favorite choke scene, Galindo or this chick? I who um, I, I think this I'm one gonna go with this one. No yeah. doubt. God, this I completely forgot that the Glinda one happened. That's more brutal. Um, all right, something else I thought was a good detail, minor, and most people aren't. Like, it took Coco three licks to take the door down. How many times have you seen it where it's just one thing and go r- blow right through a door? Well, not to mention Coco might weigh 150 pounds. Right, but how many times have you seen it? You know, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He puts his shoulder into it twice and then has to kick the door open. You see the door trim fly off. It's like perfectly it done. looked authentic. You know, yeah. I was very pleased with that. It almost looked like they literally said, all right, how many times <laughs> is it going to take you to knock the door down? We're going to watch. Coco, just We're kick gonna it. We're going to film this. Just kick it. Yeah. You see yeah. him like press up against the hallway wall and throw himself <laughs> at the door. Yeah, I can see it. Um Oh, so I thought that was a cool detail. Uh, no, I appreciate that type of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I think like, there was a couple of moments like that in this episode that were like, "Good deal." That's yes. that's intelligent well, I mean, move. Even her just like being suspicious and grabbing the knife after the first one, you know, and not going straight to the door because you probably don't want to meet a robber face to face as they're coming through the door. Yeah, no, was, I'm, I'm doubting it. Yeah. yeah, I was good with all that. I'm good with that. Let's move away from Coco. All right, so who we want to dive into next? Well, I mean, are we cool with Coco just being like scot free from the gang, from uh, being under suspicion now? It was pretty slick how they did that. Asking Chucky, is this the girl? Yes. You know, seemed like it got Coco off the hook. It did. And then, of course, Angel coming, uh, you know, on Riz about the, the tunnel, you know, takes away the suspension, uh, not suspension, but the suspicion of maybe there's something going on with them as a group, you know, explains why they've been sneaky. Why they seem weird. Yes. Right. And so on. Uh, so it gives him a little more credit. And so it was a good way of getting the heat off of the little subgroup. I thought Angel did a really good job with that. A little bit of the return of the gangster walk, though. Slightly. It, it yeah. was there. When he walks into Temple. Yeah, he's like, can I get a, can I get a minute? Get a, and I'm just like, please make it stop. Yeah. Like, Luckily, we, it was one second of him. Yeah. Running, it's yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> cringeworthy every time. Just. Like, I just need him to do it around Adelita so she can just be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's done. <laughs> Back Never that again. Shit up right there, and then they, I, uh-uh. <laughs> I will leave it on the bike. Come and handle this. Yes, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, I thought Bishop stood up as a great character this episode. It, I mean, I think Cash and I were talking about it earlier. Yeah, I mean, we're I think, talking. Uh, don't get me wrong; he didn't have a whole lot of screen time, but like this was the best Bishop so far in my mind. I agree, it was the best Bishop, but I still, I'm still struggling with him. Well, to me, he to me he hasn't established himself as a primary character. 
No, but even some of the way, like, either it's the way he's handling the writing or the way he's written. Like, when Angel comes in and is like, can we get a minute and stuff? And he sits down there and he's like, and he's trying to, like, I don't want to feel like a rat. So he's like, just fucking say it, Angel. It's like, I, I hated it. Like, it just doesn't come off really well. The delivery and stuff wasn't there. I'll agree or with you. Or do you think but that what he's having to say? It's the delivery. I think Cash is right. It's just how he, how he does it. And then they, the fact that they agree with that take. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, there's multi-takes, you know, mm-hmm. when you're filming it and stuff. And it's like, oh, that's the one. Even when he talks to um, Easy at the end, talk about going rogue and, you know, you could get one of us killed. So I just like It's almost like the Galindo syndrome of you, you don't pull off that you're the biker badass exactly. leader. You don't exactly. pull it off yet. I don't feel any, like, I know, he's not scary at no, all. He's not scary. But, like, to me, this episode, it felt like he had the respect of everybody else in the room. And so it was like really weird. Like it felt like nobody was challenging him as the leader, and we were. I was okay with that. Yeah, but it's it's never like, oh, look at the biggest guy or something like that. It's about the, a look. Yes, like how the, you carry. Man. Sometimes it's a generic look, and it's just the way you carry your face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like I mean, think about like um, Inglorious Bastards, Chris, Christoph Waltz, mm-hmm. the very beginning. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he looks like some terrifying dude, but just. The way he delivers well, that writing and stuff like that, yeah. he's horrifying. Yeah, I'll give you that. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's and, people that just like can can come off the screen at you and be like, "Never fuck with that guy." Yes, <laughs> ever. Steve Buscemi, perfect example for that. You're just like, you know what? I don't want to be left in yeah. a room with you. <laughs> yeah. Deuces. Uh, um. I don't know. Just some people can pull it off. And excellent. The- we talked about it last week. No Country for Old Men. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like there's certain guys you look at them on the screen. It's like I would shit my pants. Yeah, it's a freaking yeah. movie, and I would I'm, shit myself. I, was but I mean, I'm fair, turn around and go the other direction. Yeah. If someone's coming at me with a bowl cut at like 38 years old, yeah, I'm running away. Like clearly <laughs> something's wrong. <laughs> but yeah. okay, but Bishop, I, I agree. This was the best Bishop, but I'm still struggling with just his. I think Cash right. I think there was a delivery part there. I think there was another part too, where like I thought the writing was kind of awkward for one little part when is is that Easy shows up. Okay, and he goes, man, your brother's got, you know, huge balls or whatever your line was. Mm-hmm. And then he turns around and tries to say, you know. It just choose him out and everything. Choose him out. And I was just kind of like, that didn't quite make sense that two seconds later, yeah, like, you're reckless and you're out of here. And it's a long eight months. I, I don't know. I thought that was a touch overboard. I mean, uh, if you're I'll over there bragging about he's got balls of whatever. And then the next second, you're you're demeaning him down to where, you know, you're lower than dirt. I don't know. I mean, like, it was just kind of awkward to me. Now, that was bad. It was just, it was awkward. The, the, the timing was so quick on that. But, um, not to mention the, the whole thing with EZ, with the cops beating yeah, him and stuff like that. I didn't like that, that scene at all. I didn't, I didn't like that at all. See, that's, all when right, they the, the, the beatdown scene, is anybody else think it's weird that it was six white cops beating on a Latino? And they say, they go, quit resisting. Yeah. I'm like, as he's choking him with the baton. It was like, y'all like, were. Please don't dive into political shit. No, Please, this don't. was truly cringe. It was. I mean, it was uh, straight up. There, we're in Southern California by the border, and we're talking six or eight state troopers, all white, you know, short brown hair, but, beating the fire out of this guy. But the thing is, the other scene with the DEA agent or whatever that's Completely working diverse word. What, that's working with Easy or whatever right. and trying to protect him. When he says it to that cop, says just another dead Mexican, huh? That didn't bother me at all because that made total sense. Yeah, that fit. Like you want to be political with that sort of thing, where it's like, hey, Mexican people are dying constantly on this yes. border, whether it be it from 
coyoting or trying to get across the border or drug problems numerous, or gangs, numerous things. all kinds of issues they can have right there. But when they turn it around and just make it six evil white cops that are just going to beat this guy, you know, because there's a bolo out for him. Let's not do this. Like, I mean, first off, that means it's a important person. We need him. You know, I'm just like, come on, this doesn't make any sense, man. No part of that. Like him, them even letting him go away on the motorcycle to begin with. I was like, why are you letting him kick your door and everything? Like he'd immediately just be tasered at this point or something. Well, I, I didn't mind that part. I mean, I didn't. So they much can't that. shoot him. Yeah, so because like, he's unarmed on a bike, and there's six witnesses right there. Uh, I, I was okay with that part too, but it makes no sense. He got off the bike. His hands were showing. And the dude comes behind, up behind him, gives him like the neck. sweep with the, you know, and then it just turns into an absolute beatdown. I just, it was, it was over the top, and I, it, it, it wasn't necessary. Yeah, I mean, I, I like how they spun it at the end to say like they were taking their pound of flesh for wasting their time and all that shit, you know, all yeah. the misdemeanors and crap like that. So they beat him up and stuff like that. I was like, okay, I'm actually somewhat okay with that. It's the part where they literally hit him in the leg, and the guy's immediately on him. Choking, choking him, him saying, saying stop resisting stop resisting that As is three batons come in and start. that's a clear statement to oh, yeah. some political. of the some of the police oh, yeah. uh, brutality shit we have going on in the world you know what i mean it's like dude we get it please it's on every news channel it's on everything don't inundate us with our release yes you know what i'm saying yeah, really. you watch is- this shit because you don't want to think about all the horrible shit you see on the news don't bring it up all the time yeah it, i'm right there with you man i'm totally totally with you on that one um just to kind of break away, y'all want to talk about uh, Adelita and Pops? You know, just kind of, a, that's a cool, that was a cool little part there. And it had a lot of significance. Well, now, the, the lead up to that, though. In the van and everything? The van. Just, like that camera shot when she was first getting in the van and then it, like it panned from the drivers all the way to the back through the door and stuff. Right. Like, that's really Pretty cool. Pretty cool tunnel to come out of a high voltage uh, box. Did y'all see that? With the door oh, yeah. The, oh, They've yeah. shown that before, though. Yeah. Yeah, we've used that. I, um, it just stuck out to me, this one. Yeah, and it reminds me of Breaking Bad. So it's yes. almost just like the laundromat place, you know what I mean? Okay, um, and did they pick her up in Mexico and then drive across the border with her? Because uh, that's what's that confused was kind of confusing. I'm 100% confused on, on how all this works now. Yeah, because I was sitting, I was like trying to piece it together, and I was like, how are we crossing the border with... He got a phone message that had a picture of a crown. Yes. He goes and gets him. He says they go... You see him go through a tunnel. They mm-hmm. end up on the other side, hop in a van. They start driving. She ends up in a car where she's in the States. And so she you have says, to assume, we're, in, we're in America. Yeah. We should speak English. I don't know. But, I mean, she obviously runs border control because she, that's how she was able to get Galindo's. We found out and stuff. So maybe... Some of border control yes. is like... Um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but it just wasn't well done. Whatever, to me. yeah. Uh, they just didn't do a good job of explaining why they went through a tunnel, where they got the van, how it ended up, you know, A to B. Yeah, it's sketchy at most. Um, but the lead up stuff is really cool because she starts asking, "Do you have any more siblings? Mm-hmm. You know, what was your mother like? And you know, what's your dad it's like? Very specific questions. Oh, I love it. It's creepy as hell. <laughs> Talk to that jar. Yeah. You know, well, you know, they, they perfection with, when they were done with us. And, yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, I was thinking the whole time it was just because she was just trying to learn more about Angel because she really likes him and everything. Okay. But well, the, this is a situation where previews ruined it for you. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing. When she asked about whether or not they have any other siblings and stuff, mm-hmm. I felt like that was a, an odd question to begin It did with. stick out. It stuck out. And then when Easy picks up 
the birth certificate at the very end of it, if you freeze it, okay, the name on the birth certificate at the bottom, at least it, one of the names you see is Pedro. Yeah. Pedro something. And he says, you're Pedro's kid. Uh, I don't understand. I think it's just common name. Her, Are they her both real named na- Pedro? Her, her real name is Espino. All right, so one of our listeners who's awesome, we've mentioned her before, is Kiana Rose. She can put it on a post, and I'll give her credit. She said, you know, like she mentioned her name last episode. Her name is Espina. And then when he was talking to DEA agent on the couch when he was drunk, mm-hmm. he said, my partner, such and such, Pedro Espina. And so she connected that his old partner was Adelita's that. father. And thus, that Adelita's father, his partner, was the one who was butchered with her family. Right, but what's his real name? What's Pop's real name? I can't remember. Uh, we, we've said it how many times? Um, a few. Ignacio. Uh, yeah, Ignacio. Cortina. Yeah, okay. Ignacio Cortina. But I'm just saying the name Pedro is on that birth certificate. Whether it's the name of the person or it's the name of his parents. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I guess it's his parents. I'm just saying. Because I, Pedro was his buddy. I agree with you. Yeah. But I'm just saying Pedro is on that sheet. Right. I'll just tell you. I, I hear you. Uh, but. Man, uh, it was a cool scene, man, with Adelita and Pops, I mean, dude. Just her automatically chilling on in the right there, yeah. sitting at the table cool with the jar. S- steals the jar. Yeah. Steals the jar. When he walks in, he's like, um, yeah, no, this is something's wrong. <laughs> Who the hell are you? <laughs> I was like, uh. and I love that he didn't know her. Like, I love that like, it was a true, like, hey, I know more right now than you do. Uh, I like that she had a picture that was missing. Yes. I thought that was a really cool touch. That was good writing. I liked that the picture was missing. And, and he goes, let me show you their full picture. You know, just don't shoot well, me in the back. It's it's a way of, it's like a double entendre or whatever yeah. it's called. Well, I mean, he literally showed her the bigger picture. The full picture, <laughs> you know. Um, um, and dude, you know, when he goes, when he said, we, we were animals then. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, it okay, was cool so as hell. We found out. He wasn't an animal for a rebel, a re- rebellion. No, he was straight cartel. He was straight cartel hit or uh, muscle. And it was um, weird. We were worried about him being working for the cartel at the first one or two episodes, but now I was like, "This fits. I'm yeah. okay with okay. it." So it turns out he was working for Galindo's dad. I would assume mm-hmm. at Correct. this point. Um, him, her dad, and are we safe to assume the? preacher or bishop from the last yes, episode it would seem right, so come to find out the bishop has been pulling strings and so he's intertwined all around you know what i mean he's playing both sides of yes. the, the field it looks like he's playing yeah. for the rebels and for the cartel, cartel. which so. she's also been playing for the cartel kind of essentially now that we find out that too i would bet that in a weird way that galindo himself doesn't know the relationship with the bishop I bet the bishop works for, or works with, right-hand man, the advisor. Advisor? Yep. I could see that. Man, I got to be honest with you. This entire episode, I thought we were about to see a power play by the advisor. I really thought, there were some parts that I was like, especially at the end when they did the brownout, I was like, this is it. This is convenient. This is like good timing, this other so on. I thought like the advisor, you're going to, because then when she was like, where'd everybody go? And then, you know, I was like, oh, hell, the, the advisor's <laughs> out of here. He's about to clean them up. I think what you'll see is, and I can't remember, maybe he is, the advisor's not on his knees out there getting handcuffed. I didn't see him. Now, when Galindo's away, who runs the show? Is it going to be... Emily? It's going to be between Emily and him battling it for the control or something, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I have a feeling that Galindo's going to be, you know, out of touch for a while. You know what I mean? I think we'll keep seeing him, you know, like... 
through glass and shit like that and through bars. Right, well, before we get into that, let's finish up the pops thing. We got okay, yeah, yeah. Great. All right, so he shows the pictures. He explains things. She talks about how that he had to watch his wife and um, you know his son get hacked to pieces. And then they laughed and they cut his head off and she mm-hmm. was able to see all this in, in a, you know. I thought it was going to be him that did it at first before they realized it was his friend. Yeah. Right. Um, and, you know, all that stuff. She leaves the gun on the table, realized this, you know, and has this moment. Um, I thought it was really, really cool. Uh, I think the actress is phenomenal for what she does. Uh, Carla Beretta, I think is her yeah, name. And, uh, you know, what do you call it? I asked her too. So, um, <laughs> I... I, I it was a really. It was, to me, it was one of the strongest scenes of the entire episode. Is there I mean, I would say it's then again, in the series right now, like, pops is in the scene. That's just kind of how it goes. Well, he kills it. There's certain characters in in any show you watch where it's just like uh, we talked about with Ozark, Jacob mm-hmm. Snell. I just like his voice. Mm-hmm. I like how he portrays the character. So raspy. I yeah. mean, it's just like great. And then Pop's voice. I love it. Just his look, everything. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got that roadmap, you know, wrinkled face and everything. I'm just like, I love that stuff. Right. It was like, the only problem I had with the scene was he turned around when he was going to get the picture and everything. I was like, just keep walking. Don't give me that little turn around where he's like, after he'd already said, don't shoot me in the back. And then she got him to turn back around. I was like, ah, oh, I just wanted you to keep going. No, they had to frame it for the, to see the bigger picture. Yeah. Where was Pops going with the bag of guns? Okay, I was about to ask you, what's he doing? No, I got nothing. There was a road sign that said Fortuna or Fortina USA, and him driving. But I n- I'd never put two and two together of what the hell he was doing with the bag of guns. I think he's probably going for the bishop too, because whether Pedro was an animal or not, he's his best friend. That's true. And, and they he's were like, three if, if, great thought. If right you there. find out that the bishop, because your he friend out. he was just confirmed on what happened yeah. to Pedro. That's right. Because Adelita said when they, he when he they hacked his family up, they said you were portrayed by your closest friend. Well, and your, your sacred bond or something. Sacred something or about that, which made sense that it's the bishop. Um, yeah, I think he's going for him. So you think he's going down to Mexico? I think they'll end up butting into each other. You know what I mean? Him and Adelita are going to wind up, you know, headbutting, trying to get him. Okay. Um, and... So are we thinking he just thought Adelita was going to tell Angel and Easy at this point about his past, so he might as well allow them to discover it for themselves, and that's why he left the box open? He almost looks like he's on a trip that he doesn't necessarily plan on coming back from. To me, that box was left there not on purpose. It was just left there. I think he once he figured out that his best friend was ratted out and his daughter showed up, the only thing he thought of was going and settling that. Let me get there first because I'm probably low on time, maybe, you know. I mean, maybe, but you have enough time to hide that box again. Yeah, but here's the other thing, too, is that, you know, I thought the box part with him picking up and reading it, what, do, what does that mean? I mean, like, do you immediately think, wait, this is my dad? I mean, just because you find a, an old Mexican birth certificate in no, it? No, if he finds a birth certificate, that's one thing. But if he piques his interest enough to look at a photograph where he sees his younger dad, with a pile of heads next to him and stuff. That yeah, would have been the that better will scene. change. Well, she took that photo, though, so he didn't... That photo was... No, 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 she took, she the, took the photo one. with yeah. the bishop. She took the photo with the bishop, yeah. So, to me, like, him saying, you know, looking at that and having that look, like, his look was strong, too strong for somebody reading a birth certificate. Him looking at the picture of his younger dad with severed heads, that that garners the yeah. look you've got and on not, camera. And not to mention, we didn't know this before, but there's pictures of 
other victims. Yes. And, Dude, yeah. When he laid the other ones out, there was a woman with her throat cut all the way. Oh, yeah, all kinds of He goes, stuff. I didn't even know their names. And I was like, God, you're a monster. <laughs> you, like, you weren't kidding. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought all this was great. I was all fine with this whole scenario is fine with me. I like how she said Angel just thinks it was fate that we met each other. Mm-hmm. Really, she's been infiltrating this plan this for whole time. quite a long time. She's, yeah. she's she quite could, a puppet master. Yes. She wants, first off, she wants to have their help, but she also wanted to get close to Pop. Yes. The person she believed was the exactly. one who got her for And so do we think that she actually likes Angel? And like that's a relationship that can be pursued? Or is that I think everybody's all... a pawn in her game. At this point, I hope not. I but hope, I hope not, that she's been playing this this whole time. But if that's the case, Angel's going to unravel, I feel like. Angel well, doesn't show the capacity to know much difference. It depends. What did she tell him? We still don't know what she told him. It might not even be the truth. And the other thing is that he said, when we get in the van, I'll tell you what's going on. And we didn't get to hear that No, part. we didn't. No, well, so he we said, didn't. we'll tell him when, he, when the other guys get together. He was about to try to talk about it, and then Bishop and everybody else came mm-hmm. in. Right. Um, so let's bump over. Let's get to Glendo. We're, we're, in, we're in the prison cell, and this was the part I did not like about the episode more than anything, is that the head of the Glendo cartel is sitting in a jail cell, and they're telling us that attorneys can't do anything. Mm-hmm. We're 18 hours in, that stuff. So I was like, okay, that's really whack. And then we have people in the cell that evidently know that he's a big dog. See, I don't think that no, they, they did. Didn't well, he know. said, well, he goes, oh, everybody in here thinks you're a big shot. No, he said, you look like a big shot. Okay. All right. So we must understand it. His name, his, Galindo was used at one point before this fight happened. That's and what I thought too. So I have to be able in that room know so. he's Galindo. I didn't think his name was said until the guard comes to get him out. But here's another thing is that he's the face of Galindo as well. So you have to, to me, it's like you would know what the Galindo guy looks like. You, you shouldn't know? accidentally be able to pee on him without fear. Yeah, in see your that life. part with the pissing on the scene you know, like, that, and like that? To me, it's like, why didn't he just stand up and go, do you know who the fuck I am? But I actually kind of dug the scene where he takes his shirt off and is like, you're a mistake. Yeah. No, I liked that I part. I was almost hoping they didn't fight or anything like that. Just like... Yeah, I hoped he just gave him the shirt. and Gave him like, the shirt. It was like, photo memory of you. I know yeah. you. And I would have loved to have seen a scene later in the episode where that guy is out on bail. And they just, yeah. just ripped in half. And Nestor or whatever like that just pulls him into the fucking alleyway oh, and just... Oh, my. Like just if do an Ozark. Puts right him there. on fire or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it was just like, he's like, your bail was paid. It was like, who pays my bail? And then you just see Galindo sitting there like... Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> they like, Enjoy you your And then two guys just, you know, wrestle him out and black bag him. You know what I'm saying? And then see some horrific shit. Welcome to my steeple. I've been like, that would have been here's great. the thing. If you remember that shortly later, when he gets his kid and is walking out, he looks at those border guards and looks at their badges oh, and, goes, yeah. and names them. And names goes, them. You know, basically like, sleep well. I know who you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but he didn't have that kind of them. that kind of mojo when he's talking to this scrub in the in the jail. But this is what I'm talking about. No, but I think he did. Like I said, when he hands him the shirt and says, "Your mistake," that was the mojo. When he's when he's looking, he literally made it. He did a great job of just showing him, eyeballing the two border yeah. agents, mm-hmm. naming them and stuff like that. Yeah, I love that. That's the part I'm talking about. Where it's just it's a look, it's a a way yeah. you portray yourself. It, it, it sells. Yes. That versus 
the next time we meet, it won't be so pleasant. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like night and effing day. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so much better, and it it just jumps off the screen at you. It's like, right. oh, that was legit power. Yeah, you felt it. But yeah. I would the, the pissing scene, no. That does to me. If you were the head of the Glendo cartel, everybody in that room should have known. One knows, and it's going to spread around yeah. that that's the head of the Glendo cartel. You f with that guy, you and your family disappeared. You're hanging from a bridge, <laughs> okay? And so for him to get pissed on, and this guy that's had our soul on. Now I love Michael Pino doing the whole trick of getting the shirt around his throat and bringing him down. I still didn't because find that believable. It looked like when he was pulling and yanking. Yes, like he, I mean, his face was like it was the real deal. Well, he and was, the other dude had well, his fingers digging into his face and neck, and I was like, "This yeah. is an it looked battle. it looked really good." To well, me. that's the thing is he did a good job of showing how difficult because he wasn't stronger than the dude. No, yeah, no, but he had the leverage. Complete, yeah, he got leverage. leverage, and he was, but it showed how much force he was putting just to keep him that way it was it was legit they did a good job they did a really good job job of that i I just and i like how long it took and to tell you the truth i I couldn't tell if he i don't think he killed him he did no put him to sleep put him to sleep and kick him to me like i love that part and so on but you know it goes back to my age old age old harp of you know he just doesn't carry the weight of being ahead of a cartel he just doesn't you know, it's just no. another example, another example. It, until when he, gets, when he gets home with the, the, all right, did anybody else laugh when Nestor opens the door, walks in, looks confused. Closes the d- door. Closes the door, does a half spin and goes, oh, he's here. He's back. <laughs> he's home. He's home. I mean, it was the most awkward shit you've ever seen. It was terrible. Seen. <laughs> like, and not that, and, you know, Glendo has to open his door, door to come in with the baby. Like, yeah, he's got to open the door like, with the kids. Like, Leave it cracked. Let him keep that like, baby right, open. Nestor, why, your why scene are, reduction is in place now. Why I mean, are you walking in before him? Yeah. Exactly. You should be holding the door open, letting it's him like come in. like he was in. supposed to come in and announce it like he's some gesture. Where's your tray <laughs> yep. with cheese and crumpets and stuff? That's what or you're Or the trumpet. Have. Boom, boom, and, boom. And, I mean, really? And who man. who thought that he was just walking to his bedroom with that baby and not coming to see Emily? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, and and she all, was like, uh, uh, all uh, of a sudden, I'm right here. All of a sudden, he's right in front of her. It's yeah. like, <laughs> and then she the even, camera angle was off, man. He was dipping out. So, yeah. He's like, my kid. Me and the baby are going to take a bath. Yeah. <laughs> we smell awful. I, I just got pissed on in there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't kiss me. It's bad. But yeah. that's the first thing she does. Like, she doesn't even notice the kid. She's like, oh, yeah. Miguel, you're home. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, don't get wrong. It looked like a very sincere, heartfelt moment. You know, the baby's home, mommy's happy, the whole nine yards. Um, okay, so we're at a house. As they're talking, things are going okay, and of course the lights start flickering. Go check it out. Go check it out. So I'm I'm seeing six or seven guys. Yeah. Okay, and of course one goes as this. How about? thug number four on the credit screen is checking the fuse panel turns around to dip 16 goes oh damn you know? and all the guy says hands yeah. like yeah. no my, my name's jose yeah because because you're able to walk up right behind him as he's checking the fuse panel out there i mean it was just the off-screen muzzle show up I, and i love when the other guys go out the door with that and you're listening it sounds like some uh, lumber falling down yeah. like just and you go out and see what's happening i'm like what the fuck happened? Yeah. Why was there lumber falling sounds? Yeah. Are they bowling out here? So, My was like, why are we all going out the same door? Like, yeah. Do I have some kind of Nestor, tactic? Nestor no, no, goes no. out. Bad guy goes out. Galindo goes <laughs> out. I mean, it's like a train. Your <laughs> boss. Your boss has been basically kidnapped by the border agent for 18 hours. And this is the, all the crew you have at home. I know. You're six guys. <laughs> Once again, we're not seeing any might no. from this no. cartel. All right. So 
She's standing at the by this front door, right? Mm-hmm. When you open that door, it looks like the circus of lights out there. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's like Blair. You didn't see, see anything, anything coming through that door, coming through that door, pitch or through black, the windows, right? or around this <laughs> giant mansion. Or nobody saw those lights. You no. know what I mean? Manure. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's the. I was like, come on, this episode's so strong. And how do you f that part up? I mean, but it would have was a joke. Oh, this entire yeah. part of this man. It would have made cool really sense to see a bunch of light coming through the front door, and she'd be like, "What the fuck is that?" Exactly. Um, that's see, that's shock and awe. But then all of a sudden you hear like that, and there's just lights everywhere. You're on spotlight. This there, so on. Then you walk out there and see that. And then of course she has to back into Potter. I'm like, what is this? She might is he Michael Myers now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, what really. are we doing? <laughs> hey, Miss Thomas, or you know whatever, Miss Galindo, <laughs> or is it Thomas? Is that, I okay, don't like up. this guy. No, I didn't like him. Well, in Sons I didn't of Anarchy. care for him in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, and most people on social media can't stand him either. No, uh, you know, like uh, even him during his big scene in the command room. I was just like, I don't care just about this code. numbers, you know. And just, I'm like, can we find a better way to rip a guy because he forgot the five number? To, come? to me, I thought that meant the DEA guy did something to mess up the code of the door is a delay. Instead, it was just he's a jackass who can't remember five digits. Yeah. Okay, but that's the thing. That whole scene, him not remembering the code and stuff like that, was just to once again hit you over the head with how quirky potter is yeah that's it, it was just a way of building his character on the show that's it and then yeah. he's turning up his eye I, home oh my you know God. oh i know it to, to have music. like mexican mexican disco rolling oh it was terrible i i don't know what they're doing i don't yeah he was quirky as hell in some energy but not to this level this quick no like, um, well that's the thing is they know you remember him from then so they're not going to build him up anymore they're not going to they're not going to ease you into his weirdness they're just like full weirdness you know, God. throw it at you. It is a lot of weirdness. Now, there's one line I did like that he had. is when the DEA agent tells him, gives him the intel, he's off the grid, all that stuff. They're checking everything. I was always fine. And then he tells the, you know, you might want to partake of the hygiene. You know, or so. <laughs> the, joy, the joy of hygiene. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because homeboy does look like he hasn't bathed in days. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I, to tell you the truth, he, he comes in looking like he has the plague or something did yeah. it not look yeah, like he rough. had spots all over his face he did, and oh, he was yeah. glistening i was just and like the sweat stains everywhere my but, man you got the the measles or something you need yeah. a vaccination uh, what's that uh, sheep AIDS? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no one would get that reference on this show right now. Oh my God. but also so oh <laughs> so what are the odds you're able to stalk somebody in a ford bronco like, it, was, it didn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, if you're not, if you're not feeling hey, hey. like you're gonna be, you're, you're, if you don't feel like you should be looking for a tail, it wouldn't matter. What he could be driving a clown car, and it wouldn't matter. This, oh, it's not a white Bronco. You're safe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, okay. There it is. There it is. The grenade from the cheap seats. Yeah. Uh, God. <sighs> so that's the Glendo stuff. Yeah. We did the Coco stuff. It's pretty. We did the pop stuff, Adelita stuff. The real okay, stuff. Okay. The, the Adelito Glendo. That's okay. the big twist for the episode. Yeah. I, I'm still not sure if I like that she, the whole thing was to team up with Galindo in the end of this. I thought the four extremely CG, fake, god awful explosions on his four properties she showed were the was the only yeah. downside to that conversation. And it's like where they had those bombs placed. It's like there's no way you're yeah, getting just, those placed the in the CG middle of the explosions operation. and somebody heaving a firebomb into a poppy field and I, I, I didn't get all that. You know what I mean? No, I again, love your speech to back uh, it up. Again. But the explosions. 
you have these are her entire has his entire operation on cameras. So she's trying to show how powerful and big she is. I just have a real time struggling that you on voice command that you can destroy four major parts of the industry that is cartel ran. Well, it's just planted bombs is all it is. Okay. I don't know. It just, I was like, I don't mind that part. I absolutely loathe CG explosions. Yes. Yeah. And especially on CG a fire screen. And, and that was all of them. They were real bad. I mean, I've seen ones that succeed. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's aren't massive bombs blowing up in Mission Impossible. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they look real. This, they're terrible. Yeah. They even look bad in black and white. Maybe worse in black and white. Uh, I would say yeah. I would say worse. Actually, I think it was worse. Um, I don't think the laptop screen helped it in the little boxes, but I mean, th- nothing was saving this. Okay, but this is um, this is like better the evil you know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah well, it's better the evil you can control. Right. So her plan is she wants to move this area of Mexico in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And she knows if she just kills him and another cartel will just pop up in his place. So he wants to. she wants to use the cartel and its power and to her power to move Mexico in the right direction. She's just taking a cut of the profits. He's yeah. going to get to do what he does. But then the 10% allows her to put the money in the right places to help for the right direction. Yeah, that's the thing is he's got to look at that in the long haul that, okay, if Mexico gets better and better and better and better and better, eventually it'll be like I well, get he's the, trying to no move, cartel, no I drugs. She, she said it's just putting the money where the people need it. People can't get education, can't feed their kids. Nothing to do with fixing politics. No, there's a there's, remember she says there's another person. Remember she said, mm-hmm. she's like, once we have the trust, I'll introduce you to. Well, no, she said we. you needed to find who the, the only third. way to have trust is to have a third person as a mediator and so on. Somebody who has equal necessity of both. Yes. And so she's gonna, she's saying that she can control things with her kill squad of 2,000 deep a set of eyes and everything and as a service to him for 10% so she can give money to the people who need it. And as, as well as she can also... You know, decipherate who actually is getting killed and hurt by doing things. Hang on one more second. Okay. Decipherate? Did I say decipherate? What did I say? I just figured there's some like, word I mean, I've never heard of before. I was... can, can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> wow. I, I guess I was making up what, words. What, what origin is that from? <laughs> I'm, trying to remember, I'm trying to remember what word I was trying to trying actually to use. Decipher? There, decipher. Okay. That's what I'm getting at is that you know the third party. My question is, who would be your third party? The mayor, maybe. That's what I was thinking was possibly the mayor, but the mayor is only on the U.S. side. I mean, that's her, his what... business and her everything like that and so on is in Mexico. Like it's got to be. I'm. What if this is a power play to make the bishop exposed? But I mean, she can already get to the bishop. Like exposing him doesn't do anything. She just wants to kill him. But anyway. She doesn't want to expose Pop. You know what I mean? Yeah. She didn't want to expose him. She just wants to kill the guy whose fault it was for right. family slaughter. I don't know. I mean, like so far, that's the only character we've introduced that can play the fence. I mean, it's going to be the Mayans, isn't it? I mean, this is how she. It's going to be Bishop, and then that's how she makes the play for Angel. Oh no, it's going to be Angel. Angel's going to be well, the I don't think she's Angel be doesn't to... have a connection to Galindo. That's too, yeah, sm- Galind- he's too small. Galindo's probably going to offer up either Bishop or Easy. But the problem with Easy is... Easy's it can't not, be Easy. He's not even patched easy. in. He's not even patched in. 
No, I, uh, it's a stretch for anybody mine except for Bishop. Because what, what they don't have it, they don't have business in Mexico. They, there's no, there's no connection there for them. As far as Bishop's concerned, Adelita's the enemy. Yeah, but exactly, and that's why Galindo might offer him up. Uh, what do you mean, offer him up? Offer him up as, as the third, what? as the third party, as the mediator? mediator. Yeah, like she said, it's got to be somebody who has mutual benefit from both. The only way Bishop becomes mutually benefit is if there's an interest. That benefits them there. And I don't. I don't know what, um, unless she starts providing something that they traffic, thus to making money. You know, remember we had the whole scene and where she, they, yeah. they do a they do a gun deal. They you know they buying guns from Wait, the Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, like all the just like small submachine guns too. I was just like, why are we yeah, all, and all uh, in over this? What are they, like, tech nines or whatever they're called. Essentially, those weren't, but I and some pistols and stuff. It's, it's, just, it's like, just another example where sons dealing guns and they go and buy some, you what, know. I was but, just expecting like some assault rifles and pieces or something, or some ARs, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I mean, to me, what are they buying the guns for? You know, you didn't see the other half of the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what do they need that for? It was just an A to B thing. Yeah, they needed like, the bolo on easy, they needed, they to, needed to almost be, you know, exactly. Uh, to me, it's like to get to Z. We need the A through Y, and let's just make a reason up to have some of the anarchies in the picture, buy guns that we've never seen them use, you know, hardly Just use. enough guns to where Easy can't get one, too. Did, so. did you recognize the main Sun Anarchy guy? No, these are just two, two huh? Okay, I didn't know this guy either. I was when I sure. first saw him, I thought it was Rusty Coons. You know, the big guy, you know, off when... Yeah, you know, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Like, because um, I follow his Headband. Twitter yeah, and uh, I was like, yeah. And then when he turned around and started talking, I was like, nah, fuck, it's not him. No, he almost looked like... Um, yeah. Fucking, uh, Opie. 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 Yeah. Like Opie from behind. I knew you were coming with that. Jesus, the beard and everything. Yeah, well, resurrected. Yes. <laughs> um, but no. Um, but yeah, there was that. Uh, that was kind of just a like shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. And then there was one other thing that I thought was kind of shoehorned in. I can't remember what it is now. I don't know. I don't think anything that big of a deal though. No, none of it's a big deal. I was a little upset they were using a real cockroach the whole time until the very end. And it was a yeah. fake cockroach. I was well, like, there was a fake eh? cockroach when he opens the cabinet, and you see that one scurry across. That was fake, but the other ones were real. And Not, then when you see the ones getting splattered because people are stepping on them, those were fake. Um, and like you said, I don't remember that. I don't yeah. remember the splatter. You saw a bunch of people walking and they were stepping on them, and a couple of them splattered. Um, that one right. at the end of the episode though was horrific. <laughs> all right, so here's one thing about that whole. In the very beginning of the episode, you see him taking these tapes in a flash drive and put them in a bag. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do y'all, if you remember the scene, he, he grabs some grabs and like that. How many of you grab, grab, open your hand and look at what you're doing and then put it in a bag. I, mean, I, feel like I don't I know. We did. I don't, I don't know. It sure. just seemed kind of hand fist anyway, but that's the other scene where we had the cockroach. that was, you know, scurry across. And I also like that they're showing him writing on the brown paper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that you wrap the meat in, it's like butcher paper and stuff. You know, I think that's cool. And it's um, an easy way to send messages and stuff. So. Yeah, no, I think it's great. Problem is, is that if Pop's in there, who's the handoff man, then trouble. how does old boy get the information? Well, old boy ain't scared to call him. And just, oh, obviously, yeah. <laughs> just out of the blue, like, hey, you're in trouble. Yeah, you're yeah. making me in trouble, bro. Yeah, really. Uh, I'm going to get shot now. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't think there's any way... Cause, 
he didn't sneak off very well. Easy was just like, hey, they're rolling the guns out. And he's like, but that's the thing is I don't understand. Why does he have to ease over there like he's hiding something? Yeah, like, just answer. Just I'm like, gonna answer my phone, shitheads. I'm a, a grown man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a Johnson. Ta- take it. There you go. <laughs> it's like it's my fucking dad calling me. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Off my jock, man. Yeah. Hey, dad, how's it going? Or, you know, do like, I bother you every time my phone rings? <laughs> I just don't understand what that gotta look like. <laughs> I really let me look as sketchy like, as Pink possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what he was a little bit of the music. It's like a bunch of white guys look around before they say a racist joke. You know what I mean? It's like, over their shoulder. Coast clear. And the punchline is around the corner. Is he like, hold on, guys? He's standing right behind me. Yeah, I just don't understand. Why do they got to make him look so guilty? And then, and to be on the phone looking guilty as hell, it's like. Yeah. All the other guys look at him like he's fucking us right now. I can see it in his face. <laughs> well, it, we're sure it's not cocoa anymore, guys. Uh, I think it could be easy. Like. <laughs> Jesus, man. All right, I got a question. Why did Potter arrest Galindo? What does he have on him? Um, I mean, there was nothing. Maybe in the episode he, that showed. Maybe he was able he had to find juice. out it was heroin. Because he no, said, hey, no. everyone, contact your people. Let's figure no, it out. No, that was all a setup to get him there for the conference. That's what she even said. All this and everything else. Well, they still had to put charges through to hold him. Hmm. No, so. he didn't have any charges. He didn't have nothing. He's walking, free to go. And so I don't think that was it at all. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I didn't see any meat on the table to say it's okay to arrest these guys like they've done a crime. Yeah. Now... Of course, the preview show this, that, or so on. I'm not going to talk about that. But I mean, like, I didn't see anything in this episode that said, "All right, we got enough. Let's do this." I, didn't, I mean, I didn't know anything. I don't know why they would move right now. No, not try to catch him in something. But uh, I don't know. It just, I just thought that was very strange. Because you know, if we, they we, don't we, hold him, we, we jump the shark on this situation. Because if they don't hold him for anything, they pretty much have to let him go, right? Yeah, I mean. I, well, I don't know. I just don't know what they've There's seen. a few sketchy things in the... Yeah, you, oh. Just law enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have rights. Yeah. Sometimes it's quit resisting. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> then the key phrase of the evening. <laughs> Sometimes you get waterboarded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're thirsty? Obviously, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, what's so bad? Oh, thirsty. <laughs> We're going to call you uh, Mexican terrorist. <laughs> Now we can hold you as long as we like. Yeah. <laughs> Ari Shafir. <laughs> uh, guys, what did y'all think of the episode? Did y'all enjoy it as much as we did? Did you think it was the best as we did? Uh, you know, we, as always, we tell y'all to hit us up with comments, thoughts, emails. We get several. We'd love to talk back and uh, chit-chat and everything else. And uh, like I said, we're all part of the several Facebook groups. We're on Twitter. Uh, we're trying to get a few of the cast members to join us on the show. We feel like we're pretty close on a couple. Uh, so be looking for that. But uh, other than that, I think we're pretty good, guys. And like I said, if you enjoyed the pod and you got an opportunity to give us a positive review, especially on iTunes, it makes a big deal for us. It does. We, I mean, there are paychecks as we keep posting online yes, for the people yes, that yes, yes. are doing it. Thank so you. So we really, really appreciate y'all. We've got several positive ones here lately. And 
that's a big deal for us. So I really appreciate it. But uh, I think we're going to call it a night. It was a great episode. I hope you all enjoyed the podcast. And we're looking forward to next week because uh, it's 8, 9, 10. We only yeah, got three left. Three more. So uh, that's depressing. But anyway, this is Bleed TV. And I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we'll see you all next week. Bye.